what's going on everybody welcome back to spoiler reels if you're new to the podcast welcome to spoiler reels of course i'm your host my name is angel and today we got ourselves a fairly decent uh film that just recently came out i want to say back in 2016 so about five six years ago uh this is another horror film uh, that i am doing i'm on a horror film kick right now guess you could say um before i get started guys i want to let you guys know follow me on instagram what's the word big i'm sorry (laughs) spoiler reels spoiler underscore reels what's the word big birds our other podcast if you want to take a look at that check us out there as well um and of course spoilers everywhere guys you guys got to remember that there's spoilers everywhere so once you hear the title that I'm, I'm going to talk about if you were trying to see it or want been wanting to see it pause this episode watch it come back and then check out my review and my rating on it if, and let me know if you agree or disagree with the review or the rating and uh, let me know in the comments below on instagram again it's uh spoiler underscore reels and with that being said let's get started All right, today's film that I will be reviewing. Give me a second here. Gonna do Google here to make sure I get all the all the info here. Uh, so the the movie I'm reviewing it is called. Hell House, LLC. Uh, this film is a horror film. It's about an hour and 23 uh, minutes. It was released on uh, October 16, 2015. And this was directed by Stephen Cognetti. Uh, so this film is basically another one of those handheld, shaky kind of uh, movies. Um but for the most part, I think they did a pretty good job as far as maintaining that shakiness and not overdoing it like like Cloverfield um, kind of thing. I think they kind of settled in a little bit more on this one. Uh, the uh, IMDb gave it a 6.4 out of 10. I think that's about right as well. Uh, I'll give you guys my, my rating at the end, but it's, it's in the neighborhood right there. Uh, basically, the... Uh, Overview is five years after 15 people were killed during a haunted house tour. A documentary crew visits the scene to investigate what really happened. And the the, uh, cast of the film is, uh, let's see, Paul O'Keefe is played by Gore Abrams. Alex Taylor is played by Danny Bellini. Um, Sarah Sarah Havel is played by Ryan uh, Jennifer, Ryan Jennifer. Andrew is played by Adam Schneider. Tony uh, Tony Prescott is played by Jared Hacker. And for the most part, those are the... Oh, yeah. And Melissa is played by Lauren A. Kennedy. So, basically, the film is, um, as it mentioned, that uh, these uh, documentary... Uh, these people are doing a documentary of, it, of, the, uh, of what happened in this... This place, I think it has supposedly happened on or somewhere around 2009. 
October 2009. And it's this that group that, as I mentioned in the cast, the cast, uh, it's like a group of friends. Basically, what they do is um, they explain through the in the documentary that like the tapes that they found or whatever. Um, and they filmed everything and they were, they're basically these people that go around, uh, touring around, basically doing haunted houses and they do it on, on places where it's considered supposedly haunted. Like there's like stories behind it and whatnot, I guess, or some of them, I guess, not all of them. Some, most of the time they just want to get a, a nice abandoned place and, 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 uh, uh, and just do their thing so they can make some money. The uh, main guy in the, of the crew who actually set everything up was Alex, who was played by Danny Bellini, uh, and his girlfriend, Melissa, who is Lauren A. Kennedy. Uh, they basically got this crew um, to do this haunted houses, you know, all around these places. The last place I guess they went was around New York. Now, the documentary guys, they just want to know what happened and everything. So it starts off with this interview uh with the uh with uh melissa and it basically like she looks already shook up it, it like the events had already happened and everything and they, the, the documentary guys just want to know what happened and then so she basically started talking to them and and telling them exactly what happened and and it starts off with them saying that you know they were driving around they had about a month or so before they opened up this haunted house <clears throat> so Little by little, they started, they found this abandoned place and, uh, they start, I think I want to say it's around New Orleans. I could be wrong, but it's nearby there. And, but it, it, like the place around surrounded this house, it, like this abandoned house is, it looks like a country, country place, like out in the sticks kind of thing. And <clears throat> so the crew basically they go inside their house the house they start looking around basically uh they start looking around to see what you know what they're able to do and they take a look all around the house and it looks spooky man just as soon as they walk in it's already spooky as it is nothing happens around that like you know when they're looking around or anything it's basically things started happening basically when they decided to um <clears throat> when they decided to basically sleep at at home because i guess it's cheaper you know like they can just sleep in there they don't have to rent a hotel or anything it isn't until like a week i think a week later they move in because they finally get um ele electricity in that building they get uh yeah so they get the electricity going right there um uh, or i'm sorry before before they, i guess it takes about a week for them to get it so they're still in there anyways so what they use is basically the lighting through their phones or the of the camera and whatnot and then eventually they do get the lighting, but uh, it isn't until they start moving in, they start sleeping. The camera, the camera guy, basically, uh, he's the one that just basically filming everything around where everything's going. They're trying to get um, hire actors to you know portray some of these uh, uh, some of the uh, like the clowns or or like the possessed girl or whatever like that, you know, like just to make it look you know scary and uh and so they they basically the documentary shows us the viewers as basically uh this girl that f the people that filmed it uh that went inside they started filming this and they started realizing like a few things were kind of off of the house and whatnot and it basically shows like when they start going down down the basement they can't because everybody's trying to get out of the basement and everybody's like freaking out they're like hey go go get out get out and don't don't come down here don't come down here and uh 
So they all run away and they, and, you know, and they escape. And that's why they put the, the footage on, on YouTube and the documentary guys picked up on the, on the YouTube clip and they, and that's when they wanted to do the documentary. And then that's when they start talking to Melissa and, and Melissa basically gives them a, a bag full of tapes and she's asked, and the documentary guys are asking why you never gave this to the, to the cops. And, uh, she said that she just didn't, she said that they they wouldn't believe it. They wouldn't believe it. They 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 won't believe what happened down there. And uh, then it cuts back to the crew, like in like in actual time, as if like they're you know it, we're we're there and it's actually happening. And uh, they start little by little, they start realizing there's things happening here. Um, like the the one scene is where like the guy, the camera guy, he. Uh, he uh, he's talking on uh, in front of the camera, but as the viewers, you see this shadow moving around behind him. And uh, what's crazy too is that when he turned around, he was like he could see it too, and he's like, "Hey, what's up?" He thinks it was somebody, um, one of the one of the one of his friends just messing with him. And all you see is just that this shadow just looks at him, and then like a few seconds later, they just turn around, walk awkwardly, like slow and awkwardly. And he was like kind of freaking out a little bit. He's like, "What the hell?" And then, um, so the, the people, the, and then it cuts to the daytime, the people start, basically the crew starts buying all these props and stuff and all these stuff. And, uh, one of the main props, uh, that they had, I guess it was like their, their main attraction is like these, uh, these, uh, these three clowns, um, and they're the ones in the basement and, uh, they're cov- the, 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 the costumes are on a, on a dummy. So the dummy can't really turn their heads around or anything like that. They just stay in one spot like it's supposed to stay in one spot. And then uh, they put everything down. You know, they start decorating the whole house and everything. The clowns are basically the main attraction along with the uh, with the possessed girl uh, that's that's going to be chained up and whatnot. But, uh, you know, they also mention in the film that like, hey, one of the clowns, two of them can be the dummy, but one of them could be uh, someone that's, you know, uh, hiding, you know, it could be one of the actors. So in case if someone tries to mess with the girl or whatever, he's there to, you know, to help her out. And, uh, so that's, that was their plan all along. And, uh, so I think they were like a few weeks away from grand, the, the grand opening and whatnot. So they, you know, they take a look around and kind of test things out and make sure everything's good, that there's no, uh, you know, nothing that can harm the people or anything like that. Cause they don't want a lawsuit on their hands. And, uh, so they take a look around at the, ca- the cameraman, the camera guy, uh, uh, he, uh, he starts walking around and, um, all of a sudden he was about to go down the basement and then he kind of got spooked because one of the clowns was just standing there, but he thought it was a friend of his. And I think he thought it was Tony Prescott. And he was like, Hey, Tony, like, Oh man, do you, you know, you scared the shit out of me clearly because he's just kind of like standing there staring down at the basement. And like the, the cameraman is like, what are you looking at? And he's just looking down the, the basement. And then he pans up, looks at the clown. And the clown basically turns his head, looking at him with dark eyes and everything. Like, you don't even see the eyes. This is like Michael Myers' dark eyes kind of shit. And he was kind of like, oh, shit. Like, and it even kind of like, oh, shit. Like, it, it's what I really liked about this film is this film has that unsettling presence in this film. Like, it's very unsettling. It doesn't give you that that Hollywood cliche jump scares. Like I think it may be one or two here, or whatever, just towards the end, but nothing, 
but through the whole film it's really unsettling like it's it gives you nothing but that creepy vibes and i really liked about that in this film uh and uh so he walks away thinking it's his friend or whatever and once he walks up he sees his friend that he thought was under that under that clown suit and he's like what the fuck tony like i thought you were you were just there and then he runs back because he was kind of like freaking out a bit and then uh once he goes back in the clown's gone and uh and again guys the clowns can't turn their heads side by side or they can't move basically because they're dummies so they can't even turn their heads and this fucking clown was able to turn his head and it freaked out obviously which would have freaked me out too but it freaked him out or whatever and he starts tripping out on it and then it cuts to basically the cameraman showing the the showing the uh the videotape the footage of it just to, so they don't think that you know he's going crazy and every and everybody kind of like freaked out a little bit too once they saw it they're like oh shit like like none of us was there except for you guys and if that wasn't tony then who the fuck was that and uh so the cameraman this is where you see the cameraman kind of freaking out just a little bit more and uh and can you blame him i mean this guy is the one that's getting the most out of this so a few days later go off go on and then the cameraman is able is testing the damn one of the one of the hallways and this is where we get like you know he tells him to kind of close the door behind him and everything because uh, tony was gonna do the um use the mixer and whatnot and uh to make sure like you know using the lighting and all that stuff so and this is when we get one of those flickering lights and stuff. Um, and he's just kind of testing it out with his camera. And he and then he starts seeing that like these this dark image, uh, this dark shadow come like comes in, it comes in and goes and through the camera. And then the, even the camera starts realizing the camera guy starts realizing like what the fuck. And then he asks Tony like how many props do we have here? And he says three. And then he says that he's like no I count four here. He's like, there's supposed to be three only. And then when the camera guy, like when the flickering starts flicking, all of a sudden when it flicks again, you see that shadow kind of like right in front of him. And if, and and the camera guy freaks the fuck out and he tries to open the door and tells the guy to open the door. And then when he turns around, you can see that the shadow's getting closer and closer. And uh, it's, it's a shadow. I mean, it's a person on a mask or whatever, but it's kind of, it's very dark until once he's able to unlock the door, he shows the video, the footage to the guys, and he's like, "Look, look! It comes in and out. It goes in and out. And then when they push pause on it, it's a person basically in overalls, kind of like Michael Myers, you know, like it's a Michael Myers kind of like feel because he, he's just standing there with these with this like mechanic suit and a mask, and um, and it was freaking them out a little bit. And this is where you kind of get the camera guy just. He starts losing it a little bit. He's like, he, this is when he starts realizing, realizing that maybe we shouldn't open this. This is this could be a problem. And then little by little, uh, at nights, they start waking up to these noises. And they think it's someone pranking someone or whatever. And then little by little, they start realizing maybe this isn't a good idea. But the main guy, uh, Alex, he really wants to get, like, he wants to do this. He wants to... Um, he wants to make sure that this goes all well because they want to make money, and um, so he's the, the the camera the the crew is basically falling apart around this time, and then uh, little by little they uh, uh, they 
they uh some of the other guys start realizing that that maybe there's something going on here and um but alex try to tries to keep it maintained and everything and whatnot then the grand opening hits and in the grand opening uh they have a, a long line people waiting for it and everything and uh they're telling people uh some of the crew are just they're just not ready for it and there's a scene i i, I forgot to mention there is a scene where um the two guys they got to go down the basement and take a look at the uh, the freezer and uh and the clowns are just you know they're staring forward and then uh once they go inside the the one of the guys goes in the freezer uh, the other one just basically kind of pans to the to his left where the clowns are at, and all of a sudden the clowns, uh, the their heads are tilted uh, left, look staring at him and everything, and it freaks them out. And the guy goes inside of the the freezer and he's like freaking the fuck out and telling them that the clowns, their heads moved, and they're in the freezer for a bit, and they're like, let's go outside and we'll go upstairs and we'll deal with this shit. So, uh. He they once they go outside he realizes that the clowns are face are going back to normal, and um, they go upstairs. They basically tell Alex, Alex, and everybody they go back downstairs to take a look, and and they realize they just dummies or whatever. And so, not only did the cameraman was able to see some of the shit, and someone else was able to look at was able to see this kind of event that happened in this crazy event, and Alex is just like not not caring like he realizes that like look it's just haunted house and you guys are freaking out and la 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 cut to opening night uh they have this long line of people going in and they basically uh open the doors for these people and uh some of the people and this is where we get from the beginning uh some of the uh uh where uh one of the actors the actors that dresses up as a clown was there um he ran he left. He was scared shitless and, and left the girl that was chained up by herself. And you see that image happening. He's running away. You see Melissa cutting uh, to the, uh, on the side, taking the exit uh, exit door to see what the hell is going on. And uh, the people that go in, you realize that the clowns like basically start moving. Um, and you see this open portal i think it's an open portal from hell and you see these cults cultists like people with like with those with those uh cloaks um and then you see like this main demon like just basically walking towards a girl that's chained up that can't move or whatever and she gets fucking killed and then and then the people that are stuck trying to get out of the basement you see them basically uh uh you see them trying to get the hell out of there, and then the the guy, the one of the uh, guys with the cloaks, basically getting closer and closer. And the guys that are recording, he turns back, and you see this demon face getting right there. And like that was one of the cliche kind of jump scares right there. But I mean, it was effective, uh, but it, it wasn't. You know, you, it was definitely a cliche. But other than that, um, uh, and then after that, it cuts to the end. It, it cuts and then uh and then it goes back to them interviewing uh melissa and melissa was just telling her like hey look i'm i'm done i'm gonna go i'm gonna go to my room to see and uh and they're in there and the documentary's like all right that's fine that's enough for today and 
uh, once and then she, once Melissa walked out and everything, you can hear in the background like, why don't why don't you guys go out there and take a look for yourselves? You know, why don't you record everything and then you you can see for yourselves? And then uh, uh, and then the, once once Melissa left, the documentary guys were like, why not? Let's just do it. Let's just go over there right now. And and um, one of them was kind of like hesitant. And he says, you know what, you stay here then and we'll, uh, and you check the audio, the cameras and all that stuff. Um, and, and we'll go in there. And so that's what happened. Uh, the two of them go in there to make, to see what really went on. And they start walking around. Um, oh, but before they left, they were about to leave because they, they were going to get Melissa. And they went down to the, to their hotel where they were all staying at. And they was like, Hey, can you call Melissa, and then she's like, what room is she in? I was like, 2C. And they said, there's no letters on our, on our hotel rooms, or the door. There's no, there's no letters. It's just numbers. And she was kind of like, oh, okay. And she's like, all right, whatever. Then she must be somewhere else. And then they, so basically they go to the, they go to the hotel without her, uh, the, the abandoned house. And, uh, they start walking around. It's not a house. It's not a house. It's an abandoned hotel. Abaddon, Abaddon, Abaddon Hotel. That's been shut down for like decades. <clears throat> and and uh, so they go in to investigate. And once they go in, they start seeing that paranormal activities happening here and there. And they start seeing like this, uh, this, uh, this girl. This girl that kind of like ring girl, um, basically chasing them, and then they go up the stairs and they see this, they see that room to see, and they're like, wait, isn't that what she says? Like she might be in here. So they open the door and you, and then they open it and you see Melissa just, uh, she has her back towards them, and uh, and then when when they called her, she turns around, she's completely like bloody and everything on the side and the door closes automatically and they're like trying to open it and then they turn around and you see the the cult the cultists or the ones with cloaks basically right there surrounding melissa and then they basically attack the cameraman and then it cuts off and then uh the camera falls and then and it's over there was a few scenes that I didn't mention in this on this film. I'm gonna mention it now because these are the these are really good scenes here. Uh, one scene was uh, the camera guy. They th he was gone for a few days because he said he was out or whatever. He left and then he came back a few days later. But he came back kind of possessed um, to the point where he uh, there's a a shot uh, in. Um, of a girl, I think who was it? I think it was the one that was played by uh, Natalie G. Um, where she kind of gets bashed by the camera guy with the camera because uh, he's possessed and he has no idea what's going on. And and then basically she's like completely bloodied her head or whatever. And you see the main guy that came out from the portal of hell. Um, basically grab her basically slide her and basically drag her and you could just see the whole puddle of blood uh coming from her and everything like that it was a it was a pretty crazy scene uh the other scene i think which was my favorite scene of the film was the cameraman uh had a camera and uh obviously he uh <laughs> he uh he turns on his camera 
he wakes up because he hear, he hears this noises and once he turns this camera on you see this the girl the the girl on a white dress just sitting right next to the door he doesn't realize it until he kind of gets out of the bed and he's like holy shit and he freaks out and then he he hides under the bed like a little kid like a little kid would he hides under the sheets and uh and then he lifts up the sheets and he realizes that the girl kind of just stares at him and he's like oh shit and then he like goes back under and then he just like shakingly lifts up the the bed and then that's when you see kind of like she stares at him, and then she moves all crazy like she moves and he goes under again he's like holy shit like it freaks out and then once he looks at it again she's like right there next to the the bed and all you see is those those crazy eyes and those that crazy look on her and then it basically you hear him screaming or whatever and i think she's the one that possessed him or whatever because after that that's when you don't hear from him and then he comes back days later but you see his face completely like like gone he looked gone and uh uh, one of the people I think was dragged into the portal of hell. Like you just see certain scenes that was just crazy. This film I think had has this is a this is a good film. It's a good film, and uh, and I like the unsettling on the film because there's some parts where you were, even you were kind of like, oh shit! Like there were creepy parts in this film. I think the problem with this movie was just it was way too slow paced for me. Like they could have, they could have added a few more things uh, for this film. Uh, maybe they didn't want to just do it. They didn't want to be over the top on the as far as the scare goes. But they wouldn't have, especially the way they the way they shot this film was completely unsettling. They weren't relying on Hollywood cliche or jump scares or, or any of that. Like the way they did it, like even though it was a jump, you see it as a jump scare. It was more an unsettling kind of jump scare, and. and uh, and I think I think if they would have added just a little bit more to it, like especially in the beginning, because in the beginning there was just a few hints here and there, but uh, you know, the the way that it was completely dragged on was unnecessary. They could have they could have added either more things or they could have cut the the film uh, and made it a little bit shorter. But other than that, I actually enjoyed this film. I thought it was a good film. I think it was a. I, I watched it, you know, at night with the lights off and volume at full blast and everything. And it, it, it really is a creepy kind of film. And uh, uh, it was one of those where <laughs> I, I was tripping out on that one scene when that girl, like when he woke up and the girl was right there and then she got closer and closer. The way that that scene was shot, that shit was creepy. Uh, the clowns when they fucking turn their heads and they don't do anything. They don't do anything. They just turn them to kind of freak them, freak them out. That was also an unsettling kind of, you know, uh, it was an unsettling fucking scene, but it it was effective. It it worked, and I just wish they could have, com- you know, did that through, you know, in the beginning, you know, kind of kind of uh, added more more to it. But for the most part, for one of the for the most part, the scenes that did have that creepy unsettling, it was effective and it definitely worked. Uh. Would I see this film again? Yes. Um, I would see it. Uh, I would probably see it during Halloween. Like I said, I wouldn't rush to do watch it again. But if I wanted to watch a creepy, unsettling kind of film, this one would be it. It really, it really, um, uh, it really did creep me out a, a bit on this film. So uh, I, I would, uh, if you're a, if you're a horror fan, yeah, check this one out. I think you guys would dig it. 
again like i said it was just a very slow paced film um i just feel like if, if they could have sped up or added something added something in that dead time you know um i think it would have been great but for the most part it was very effective and uh yeah uh, yeah if you're a horror fan um i'm pretty sure you guys have already seen it but if you have it uh check it out all right uh let's go to my rating for this film <clears throat> i'm gonna give it a 6.5 out of 10 uh it's borderline um i do dig it i honestly i think if i would watch it a few more times it might hit that seven to where it's like you know yes this this one is a good one but it's still good like i said it's it's a really good film uh I, I did enjoy it i liked it and i did watch the sequel and so stay tuned for the episode for the sequel um because that one i'm gonna try to do it um as soon as i can so stay tuned for that i think the sequel actually well stay tuned i'm gonna give you guys more on that <laughs> so all right guys that's it for my review for hell house llc uh if you guys have seen it do you guys agree do you guys disagree um what were your guys's favorite parts favorite scenes in the in the uh, film uh let me know in the comments below on instagram spoiler underscore reels until then guys I'll talk to you guys another time.